Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.
Good afternoon and welcome to the Boldness Disability Current Affairs on the 30th of October. My name is Rafael Caleb and in the studio co-hosting with me tonight is Gazem. Hello Gazem. Hi Rafael, how are we going? Fantastic, thank awesome. you. And right now on the line we are talking with Mike Rolls, Ambassador for the Melbourne Disability Expo. Are you there Mike? I am here, Thank you so much for having me. Hello. And how are Hello. you today? I'm very well, thanks. Guys, how are you? Good, Fantastic. Is it? Did you ditch the dead weight today, Mike? Oh, every day I ditch a bit of dead weight. I try to anyway. It's always nice to be a little bit lighter and freer moving forward. Um, but, I, yeah, I can't wait for the upcoming uh, Disability Expo in Melbourne. It's going to be fantastic. It is. Now, tell us about the Disability Expo. Yeah, Disability Expo is in Melbourne. It's on uh, Friday the 22nd and Saturday the 23rd of November. It's going to be sensational. It's around about 200 exhibitors. Um, it's free entry for everyone to come along. I'm told that uh, there's going to be fa- some fantastic entertainment by a group called the Treblets, which uh-huh. is a singing trio. So if you like 40s, 50s and 60s music, um, which everyone does, uh, yeah, they'll be fantastic. Um, we've got a, lot of, a great lineup of um, speakers, very informative speakers, particularly around... Uh, the NDIS, which is a really important topic for people to get their head around, understand, and get a bit more insight into. Um, and it's pretty easy. Or if you want to, if you want to get uh, get along to it, just go to melbournedisabilityexpo.com.au um, and click on the expo guide. Um, the open air, opening ceremony on the uh, Friday starts at around 11 a.m. And um, I'm really, really proud to be uh, the ambassador, or to be um, even to be asked to be the ambassador this year. It makes me very proud and. Um, because I understand that um, you know one in five Australians that have a that live with a disability, it can be a really tough road. So Absolutely, it's events like this that can really help us out to to live our our best and uh, and to achieve our goals. I guess you could say. Absolutely. And are you showcasing your book? I'm not showcasing my book. I'm sure that uh, there'll be some references to it. If people want to get a copy, I'm not there to sell books, but if they want to get a copy. They're more than welcome to. It's um. It's more of a personal development, self-help style book, and uh, I'll just be there to, to share a bit about my own uh, personal journey um, with uh, with becoming uh, with inqu- acquiring a disability uh, when I was just 18 years old, um, and also to, to share a bit of um, you know I, I guess a bit of a you know an emotional story. It, it can be a pretty tough road, but to, to be able to come together and to um, to share stories with each other is a really beneficial thing for people to do, and also to get a bit of. Uh, get a bit of insight into to how to live their best life as well. It certainly is, Mike. Now, let's talk about what type of exhibits are going to be at the Melbourne Seniors and Disability Expo. Uh, there's going to be all sorts of exhibits ranging from sort of sport. Uh, like I said before, the NDIS is a really big one. You know, having some information sessions around the NDIS, there's different types of equipment and, and uh, exhibitors that have disability-specific equipment that can empower people and, uh, I guess, uh, like I said, you know, to, to make their lives easier when they sometimes can find themselves in difficult situations. And are you helping facilitate the application forms with the DNIS? Uh, no, I won't be personally. Um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of speaking on stage and I'll be going around and, um, you know, hopefully just uh, meeting and greeting people, uh, being adding as much value as I can, being a big part of the uh, the exhibition. Um, and I'm really looking forward to, to the experience, to be honest. And how long did it take to organise this? 
Uh, I'm not uh, in the organising committee. That's um, being run by uh, the Social Impact Institute. So yeah. um, I'm simply an ambassador for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ambassador role uh, changes from year to year. So um, in terms of organising, given there's going to be 200 exhibitors, um, wow. I'd imagine that it would take a lot of organising. And I know that they are going around from state to state too. So uh, Melbourne looks like there's going to be a fantastic turnout. And as I said, if you can get along... On either of the days, or even both of the days, um, do yourself a favour. It'll be a fantastic uh, now, event to be a part of. Now, 20,000 people attended the Melbourne Seniors and Disability Expo in 2018. Now, what are some of the reasons that people really would like to go to that expo? Like, they could actually mix with people. They can actually get a variety of choices, do the hands-on stuff. Yeah, well, I guess there's going to be a lot of fun and entertainment involved in that too. I mean... From a personal perspective, I know that um, being a part of, uh, of groups that are, you know, I, I guess specific to your disability has been extremely beneficial from my own uh, perspective. I play a lot of golf and <laughs> one of the greatest things is I play a lot of amputee golf where you don't necessarily go along and um, chat about what happened to you or anything, but you can, you just have that, that underlying, um, I guess, relatability with each other and it's a, it's a nice thing to, to be around people that, like I said, you don't have to go into the stories and the deepest, darkest days or anything like that of your life, but you just have that um, that mutual respect and understanding. And also, one of the greatest things that always comes out of those encounters with other people that have uh, disability is that you learn all these great little tips and tricks, and then you've got all these exhibitors that can add value too. So there's, um, there's a whole range of reasons to go. I don't think there's any negatives, to be honest. There's going to be a lot of fun uh, as well um, involved in, in being a part of the event. So I know that there's, like I said, free entry... Um, there's a variety of exhibiting service providers, uh, mobility equipment, other assistive technology. There's uh, hands-on workshops, um, a lot of guest speakers um, and informative speakers and uh, presentations from the National Disability Insurance Agency, which I know that will be um, extremely insightful and much needed. You might and, have... Um, yes. Sorry, you might have already touched on this, but whereabouts is the Expo? Uh, the expo is being held uh, at the Melbourne Exhibition Centre, and it's door number eight. Okay, and that's at South Wall. It's on from nine a.m. in the morning until three p.m. on both days. So that's for people who would like to come, so they can, yeah, get there. Yeah, if there. you want to come, like I said, just uh, log on to www.melbournedisabilityexpo.com.au, and you just shoot down and click on the attend expo button, <coughs> and uh, it'll it'll shoot you some tickets. Awesome. Now is it. Mike, we're going to have a quick little chat here. Is that, like, one of the exhibitors there happens to be Leisure Options. Now, that's about uh, travel. That's also the program sponsor for the boldness as well. And that's one of the reasons to actually go across to the um, Disability Expo to actually get a choice of what the different providers do. There's providers talking about employment, for example, too. Yeah, that's again something that I guess I know you're speaking to Catherine straight after me. She'll be able to provide a bit more insight into the individual exhibitors. Um, but yeah, there are a range of different uh, you know service provided and, and that you can get get, get information from. Um, and I'm sure that if you if you've got a need in relation to disability, uh, you'll be able to find it at the expo in Melbourne. Okay. Well, that be it. Sounds absolutely fantastic. Would like to it think. It will be. Is that. <laughs> I'd like to thank you very much for your time, Mike. It's uh, been great talking with you. Lovely yeah, to talk to you. to you guys too. Awesome. And we're going to 
take some community service announcements and then we will we will be back with Catherine Carey from the she's the senior advisor at the Social Impact Institute. Let's take some community announcements and then we're going to play a song. The first song we kicked off was Access Access by Johnny Crescendo. Let's take some community announcements. Thanks, Mike. The Boldness would like to thank Leisure Options for their support of this program. Leisure Options creates barrier-free holidays and travel that liberate people with disabilities. To find out more, check out leisureoptions.com.au or find them on Facebook. Most LGBTIQ people experience positive, intimate, and family relationships. However, like cisgendered heterosexual people, some LGBTIQ people experience abuse and violence in their relationships. With Respect is a new family violence service for LGBTIQ plus Victorians, providing counselling and recovery programs for victims and survivors of family violence and help for people using violence who want to stop. With Respect is a partnership between queer Space, Thorn Harbour Health, Switchboard Victoria and Transgender Victoria. For more information, visit withrespect.org.au or call 1-800-542-847. With Respect is not a crisis service. If you need immediate help, call 000. A 3CR supporter. Welcome back to the Boldness Disability Current Affairs on 3CR. Now, Gazem, we've been talking with Mike Rolls about the Melbourne Disability Expo. Yes, we have. Now, is that with the Melbourne Disability Expo, it's at Southern Wharf, and we're going to be talking with Catherine Carey, who's the Senior Advisor from the Melbourne Dis- from Social Impact Institute. And we're going to be talking specifics. So are you on the line now, please, Catherine? We don't have Catherine on the line at the moment. 
So we're going to go back now, because um, yeah. with the Melbourne Disability Expo, 20,000 people there, how, do you, how accessible do you think the venue would be for 20,000 people? I'm not sure. I'm not a bit confused whether all the participants and the the onlookers are going to be able to mix together in oh, a succinct... Look, at an expo. There's going to be over 200 exhibitors there, lots of people coming through. But what I do know about the actual venue, that there is braille on the actual doors. That makes it a lot easier for blind and vision impaired people to actually find out what's actually on at the different booths. Yeah. There's going to be some okay, TTY we'll hearing loops. That makes it a lot easier for people of the deaf and hard of commuting. commuting with. Yeah. Now, companion, registered companion animals are available. Now, I believe my name's Raf, and I think we have got Catherine Carey, the Senior Advisor from the Social Impact Institute on the line now. Hello, Catherine. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Fantastic, Catherine. Now let's talk about the specifics of the Melbourne Disability Expo. What's there, what are some of the individual exhibitors going to be like? Oh gosh, uh, so there are about 200 different exhibitors at the Expo. Everything from in-home care, service providers, equipment providers. We have a range of government organisations, advocacy organisations uh, for leisure, uh, all, all sorts of assistive technology, lots and lots of different types of organisations will be exhibiting at the Expo. Now, is it, Catherine, is it with the type of exhibitors that, that it's actually called the Seniors and Disability Expo? Why is that a good match of different communities of the seniors and the disability community? Look, both of those communities do require some services that, that overlap. Uh, in particular, some of the care services overlap. Uh, many, many of our exhibitors, well over half of our exhibitors, actually catered to both markets. Um, and so we have put them together for this year and we invite all seniors and people with a disability, their carers um, and, and also industry professionals uh, to come down. We get a lot of uh, industry professional as well as, as well as individuals coming through and, and their carers coming through, family members and that sort of thing. Um, it's an absolutely great opportunity to see a very large number of exhibitors all in the one place yeah. um, at the one time and over a very short period of time. Um, so there'll be a couple of thousand people coming down over the course of the two days uh-huh. um, and 200-odd exhibitors. We've also got lots of things happening on the stage uh, so we've got speakers from the NDIA for, uh, in regard to NDIS, yeah. um, as well as a range of performers. We've got fantastic performers who are going to be on stage. We've got a group called the Treblets, and we also have uh, Mike Rolls, who I think you might have spoken to earlier this evening. Um, he will be speaking on the Friday, um, and there's a range of other great performers as well. And can people buy things at the Expo? Um, look, they can. There's some organisations that will be selling things. Not a huge number will be selling, but uh, there are plenty of um, organisations that you can talk to um, and then either go online afterwards or, or send in um, inquiries to purchase items after the show. Okay. Not everyone has the capability to sell on the stand, 
but there certainly are some organisations that can do that. Now, Catherine, what are the advantages of going into the Seniors and Disability Expo where there's a wide range of exhibitors in one place? Well, look, what are, what people, the, the feedback that we get um, consistently is that it can be very difficult to navigate your way around uh, service providers. And, and yes, certainly there is the internet, um, but what people tell us is they really enjoy being able to go from place to place and organisation to organisation. Um, and often a lot of the service providers, um, product providers, the government agencies will all link in together um, and they will be able to refer people uh, to other organisations. And, the, you know, there's, there's just something about face-to-face contact that you just can't get on the internet. You can't yeah. quite get that, you know, ask a question, get a response. Uh, you know, be told to, you know, maybe you might be better to speak to this organisation or why don't, why don't you go and speak to that organisation and you can literally just pop across the corridor yeah. have that conversation and get those answers, you know, on the spot. That's really the thing that people tell us is, is the big benefit of coming down and, and kind of coming into a big hall. Um, and when we've, when we've surveyed people that have come to our previous expos and we've asked the question, you know, do you really feel like the information you're being given will, will make a difference to your ongoing care and your needs, um, the response we get is, is well over kind of a four and a half out of five star rating. I was actually going to ask you that. How was the other expos? Um, how did they be taken and how many years have you been doing this? And yeah, so we've been running disability and and seniors exposed disability for a little bit longer. Uh, since about 2014, okay. uh, we last ran this expo in Melbourne roughly at the same time last year, and there were a couple of thousand people that that came along to that expo. And I'm just and do, sorry, go on. Survey. I was just going to say we do survey everyone, and look, most people said that they had passed the details on to you know that had an actual conversation. Uh, with an exhibitor, they'd passed their details on and they'd had some connection, which was great. And about 95% of people said they really enjoyed it and they would come back again. So we're hoping all of those people come back yeah. um, and some new ones. Now, another... Catherine, what we're going to talk about now is how accessible is the venue from a disability perspective? Look, it's pretty good. Obviously, it is the Melbourne um, Exhibition Centre. Uh, so um, in terms of, you know, uh, accessible uh, facilities and all of those sorts of things are built into the into the building. We do have uh, an accessible uh, changing area with a hoist and a full adult-sized changing table that we've bought in. And we're currently uh, just trying to confirm some details. We are hoping to have the Marvelu on site. Uh, which is, a, again, a, a very full-service um, changing and bathroom facilities with integrated hoists and things. We're just waiting for venue confirmation that they are able to power that site. Um, and and now, yes, we'll be at the front there. Now, Catherine, is it, what about, like, many people with a disability do have registered assistant animals. Are they welcome at the expo? Uh, they they certainly are absolutely <laughs> yes because that's actually one hundred percent. wants to come with his dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look, it's um, it's actually it's actually interesting because we we still find outside organisations who are really unfamiliar with, in particular, assistive animals. Um, and we we had an issue at our recent uh, Sydney Expo where we're not our staff, but a, a 
a provider that was providing a you know a, a little train like a remote train going backwards and forwards to car parks was really nervous about taking their dog on um, and so it's it's a really great great opportunity to to kind of educate um, people it's, it's I was really quite surprised that that in this day and age that still still occurred yeah. I'm just uh, thinking the venue is compliant in, with yeah, those yeah rules just thinking how does the project work considering the NDIS plan has only come in in the last couple of years. What what was the um, underlying criteria for the expo without the D? I always say this wrong. D, National Disability Insurance Scheme. scheme. <laughs> yeah, look, look, we really got into um, providing expos at the request of a service provider um, in Sydney. Um, they had been running a small expo. Um, for many, many years, actually, in the in the western suburbs of Sydney, where there are, there's a relatively high concentration of people living with a disability, and it was it was really the point where they had got to was it, it was too big for their organisation to continue to run it because these things do take a lot of manpower, yeah. um, and they're also very very expensive to put on. We have to obviously we have to hire the venue, we have to hire all the you know exhibition shell scheme, we have to bring in AV and all of those sorts of things. So. Um, it was really that. That's how we really got involved, and it, it kind of really just grew from there. And it, it's really the the response from the community um, has, has been overwhelming. And generally, we sell out these expos very, very quickly when we put them on, um, we, and we get an absolutely great response. And mm. and for me, when I you know I said earlier that that you know four and a half stars out of five for the question around will this make a difference to your care needs. That for me is the ultimate test of you know whether the expos are being successful, and I you know I'm really proud of the fact that people come away from these things, uh, these events um, with with positive you know information and and, and a really positive experience you, uh, as a general rule. Do yeah. You, do you have a a a, um, a paper or an application form for people to make up comments about the expo? Yes, look, we certainly do. So everyone who comes along gets registered. Um, it is a completely free event. There is no charge to come, which is absolutely great. We yeah, do not charge absolutely. You make a lot of money come. if you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, and and we do try and keep things um, as as kind of cost low cost as we possibly can. But as I said, we so we don't get any government funding whatsoever. Um, so we we do have to charge the exhibitors to exhibit at the expo, and that's that's obviously we need to cover those those basic costs. We don't yeah. get any discounts at all um, from the likes of the Melbourne Convention Centre um, or any of the, the build providers. So we, we do have to cover our costs, but for every attendee to come along, absolutely no charge. That's awesome. When you register, you can either register online ahead of time. That just kind of speeds up the, you know, you, when you arrive, you get kind of priority entry because we just can scan your barcode and, and in you go. There is a booking form on the website, so Melbourne Seniors and Disability or just even melbournedisabilityexpo.com.au will we'll find us and just click on the booking form. You will get give us your um, email address. As soon as the expo's over, we will send you a survey and you feel free to, you know, provide information. Awesome. Okay, well, thank you very much, Catherine, for your time. Much appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's lovely to talk to you and uh, we look forward to seeing all your listeners down at the Expo on Friday and Saturday. Thank you very much, Catherine. We've been talking with 
Catherine Carey, who is the Senior Advisor at the Social Impact Institute. Now, we're so fast running out of time. It's time for to say some goodbyes. If you Thank you very much, Gazem, for coming to co-host. Thank you very much, Raphael, for having me. We'd like to thank Loz and Murdoch McLeish for coming into panel. Much appreciated. Thank you very much, Loz and Murdoch. And we've got a technical advisor in Leanne McLean, the training coordinator. Thanks very much, Leanne, for staying a little bit back. Thank you. Now, keep listening to Completed by Lovely. They're talking about all things happening across in Chile at the moment. We're going to be back on the 20th of November. We're going to go out with a song called Magic Gold Rock by Horror Band. Thank you very much. Talk to you on the 20th of November. Thank you, Keep listening to 3CR. Bye-bye. If you're not crawl down the river And went under the rock of a bridge And found a magic gold rock Glossy all the bees Then you mound is green and grassy And we explored the wee small mound I found a giant turquoise and held it in my hand. And put it out to sun. Shun it a special way With an hour become fun And tell us what to say The universe like turtles As monsters do If you and I crawl down the river And went under the rock of a bridge And found a magic gold rock Gloss